Welcome to Bat Therapy, psychology of Batman, superheroes, and other comic book characters. Be a fly on the wall or a bat in the cave, listening in on a friendship built out of a love for talking Batman, comics, and the everyday struggle to achieve mental health and happiness. We are your hosts, clinical psychologist Dr. Amelia Brown and educator and comic aficionado Keaton Hopkins. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube and social media and find our Patreon at patreon.com slash therapy. This podcast is about providing education and understanding and is not a replacement for mental health treatment or support. If you're needing help, go to bat-therapy.com for resources. Ah, oh, all good things must come to an end. End of season, supervillain superlatives. I'm so excited. You know, for the record, this summer of infamy lasted well into the fall. It had a great villainous run. <laughs> yeah, we, we we started going into fall and we went, well, we like being accurate, but we're still having fun. <laughs> Villains do what they want. We don't have to That's listen true. to you. We don't care about global warming or the weather. That's true. That's a great <laughs> point. We are villains in and of ourselves. There you go. <laughs> you know what? No, it's still summer. This is all the work of Weather Wizard. Ah, I like it. I like it. I like it. That's what's happening here. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've really, I've really absolutely enjoyed this last season because like I've always said you stick the villain, you stick the landing. Mm. Like that is if you have a good, charismatic, fun villain, it really makes for a much better story. Um yeah. because one of the things I think is always funny is for every superhero you can think of. And every single time they have like this set of supervillains to fight, but sprinkled in between there are like bank robbers <laughs> and burglars and pit pockets. Like there's always the standard thief. Like even in like yeah, yeah. the Spider-Man games, it's like, hey, Doc Ock is on a rampage and you're swinging over there. But in between it's like, but also these guys just, stole that guy's funnel cake and Spider-Man go break their arm. Like, you know, it's, there's always like the little, <laughs> the little villains in, uh, in between. And so I, I always think that we, we, we have to appreciate the little guys too mm, for, for our heroes to get their practice in before they have to go fight the big bad guys. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That actually might be, a great place to start. So let's talk about like the little guys or the henchmen. Who do Ooh. you, yeah, who do you think that they would most want to work for? I think that, um, in my mind, if we're talking just Gotham, mm, yeah, that might be good just to narrow it down a little. If we're talking just Gotham, I would probably say. Penguin? I was totally thinking that too. I would probably say Penguin just because Penguin is like, he's a standard businessman. Like when Penguin yeah. goes, when when Batman takes Penguin down, Penguin normally goes to Blackgate. He doesn't go to Arkham mm. because he's just like, he's like your standard crime boss with bird-like qualities. He's like a crime boss, but with a, <laughs> with a sp very specific hobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he also, but he also operates where it's seemingly on the table, right? Like, yeah. I, like the Iceberg Lounge, like it's a pretty cool place. Like, I would totally work at yeah. the Iceberg Lounge if there wasn't probably a a, a shooting there every other week. Mm. Um, and the thing, the thing is, like you know, even in the Batman. The the bouncers and stuff in the iceberg lounge got it really bad. But if I were a henchman in Gotham and Batman were walking up to me, yeah. I feel like I would have the common sense to just sidestep to the left and let Batman go exactly where he wanted to. Yeah. To be fair, Batman was kind of new to the scene at that point. So henchmen had to learn quickly. But yeah. I I do agree with you that 
at a certain point, you just got to give it to your henchmen that they're just going to step to the left when, right. when Batman comes through. I agree. I agree that Penguin would probably be a good one to work for. Maybe Carmine Falcone, you know, the the, the yeah. more gangster leaning ones versus uh, the ones that are less predictable. Because also the one, like you said, kind of more of the business leaning side. Um they they have more of like a unit of people that work for them versus like the Joker who literally just cycles through people. Absolutely. And like thinking back on it, if you're a henchman and you're trying to stay out of jail, let's just say you're attempting to stay out of jail, even though you'll I be out. that has to be clarified. <laughs> it needs to be clarified because even if you get locked up in Gotham, you're in there, what, three days and then you're back out again. Oh, yeah. Like it's a like you said, it's a cycle. But I feel like yep. working for Oswald Cobblepot in one of his, like, shell businesses is your yeah. only, even though it's minimal, it's still your only chance of possibly having any kind of health insurance, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, because if you're trying to operate on the table, yeah, I yep. think that's your best chance of... That's a great point. ...of having health insurance. Because I was going to say any of our professors that went bad, but most of the time before they go bad, they get fired from the university. So <laughs> you're just screwed out of luck. If you're, if you're their grad student, cause it's like, yep. Sorry about your thesis. Kick rocks. It's been real. Right. Like it's, oh, it's man, rough. I didn't even think about the grad students. Yeah. How are they not their own, you know, faction of villains? Oh, Oh yeah. That's, that would, I think a grad student is a way better supervillain origin story than oh God, the professors. Yeah. God, yeah. God. Imagine, right. Oh. Imagine, right. I mean, it's a miracle that we aren't all supervillains at this point. Right. Grasses get treated so horribly. We get treated so bad. And then like, but then it's our bosses that become the supervillains, which completely yeah. tracks, but still. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let, let's hit some of those common superlatives. Who would be most popular? I think most popular. Um, due to mind control, I'm going to say Poison Ivy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like where you're. I'm going to say Poison like Ivy your... now. If I'm because I think it's like, I think it depends on the person. Like I mm. think that. I think Bane would attract a lot of jocks, like a lot of ex-football mm. players that, that couldn't, that's, maybe that's didn't make point. it to the NFL. Right? They're like, yeah, hey, that yeah. guy's strong. I can, yeah. That's a I fair point. Be, that's yeah. a fair point. I can be his, he can, he, I'll work out with that guy. Right? Um, yeah. I still think Oswald would be very popular because I feel like he's one of those guys that's just always looking before people because he he's always yeah. trying to pretend he's doing what's so, right so penguin to me is that person who's always hanging out with the popular people but isn't yeah. popular themselves that's how i see penguin that's true that's, that's true I, penguin. I do like what you said about poison ivy see because yeah you know spinning it on its head i i mean if she wanted to win the popularity contest she could do it now if we go outside of goth just down the road I think Lex. Um, I think mm. Lex would definitely be the he's most got that charisma. Oh yeah, he's very charismatic. He already has thousands of people working for him that are actually okay. on the up and up. Like I feel bad for some of the people at Lex Corps because it's like anytime he's had interactions with Batman, some poor security guard that just happens to be working there, sorry dude. Your arm has to get broken because I'm going yeah. after Lex. And it's like, <laughs> that guy didn't do anything, Batman. <laughs> he had a badge and everything. Like, he he packed his lunch. Like, it's. <laughs> so, how about Class Clown? Do you think it's the Joker or do you think it's someone else? Um, Class Clown. Oh, gosh. See, I think Harley is way funnier than Joker. I agree with that, actually. Yeah, because he, 
I mean, he jokes around, but the violence really does right. take the edge off of the humor versus, yeah, she, I agree. And she's hysterical in the comics. Anytime yeah. Harley Quinn is in a comic, I'm laughing my ass yeah, off. Yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, I think class, I think, I think I give it to Harley over, uh, over Joker. And then if we're talking about the Harley Quinn show, I think we oh, give, man. uh, Kite Man. A close second. <laughs> because he's the best. <laughs> oh, he's like uh most likely to run into a brick wall. <laughs> right. Right. Like he's just he's the yeah. he's yeah, definitely he's self oh, self-deprecating I humor. <laughs> I always forget about him. So good. Um most likely to succeed at their villainy. Ooh, most likely to succeed. Um I have to go with Ozymandias. I gotta go mm. with I gotta go with him if we're talking most likely to succeed because damn if he did not succeed. Um if we are still just kind of hanging around Gotham, honestly, a lot of the times it seems like Mr. Freeze gets what he wants. Mr. Freeze gets what he wants. Mm. He keeps like, because it, it seems like every story I see with Mr. Freeze, it is him trying to illegally get something to keep doing research on his wife. Mm. He gets caught. And then Bruce is just like, here's money to keep researching for your wife while you're in jail. Like, mm. it happens so many times. And I'm like, you should, you should maybe just start at Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really fair point. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I was actually thinking, I mean, she doesn't always count as a villain, but Catwoman for that one. Now, yeah, absolutely. For all the wrong reasons, right? Like, that's the thing. Catwoman does get away with it a lot because Batman just straight up likes her. She will break (laughs) into a store. She'll steal. And it's funny because in my mind, that's who Batman should be anyway. Like, who cares? about the person breaking into Mm. that store or robbing a billionaire. Like, who cares, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's who he should be. And he lets Catwoman slide with all of it. Granted, they sleep together on a constant basis. But um, that's who I feel like Batman should be all the time. Like, oh, here's someone just, like, breaking into a store, stealing CD players in 2020. Right, like <laughs> you're stealing from these rich people, and you're donating the money to save the the tigers. Right. All right. You know, I've got other things to do. <laughs> right. Right. I'm gonna go stop Joker from poisoning Gotham's water supply. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll let you take that diamond ring that was probably illegally mined. Right. Like I should. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I think you know what I agree. I think Catwoman gets away with the most. Um. Just and I, because... I would argue too, like, yes, she uses her wiles to her advantage and she uses their relationship to her advantage, but she's also just really good. She is. She is. We do have to give her credit that she is a hell of a cat burglar, right? Like oh, yeah. she's really, really good. Um, In the Batman Arkham games, in Arkham City, the second game, you get to play uh, like a third of the game as her. And she's oh. so fun to play as because she can like jump on the ceilings and climb. And oh, she cool. had like, yeah, she just can do all these things with her whip. Like she's a lot of fun uh, to play as in the games. But she's another one that like, when we talked about Class Clown, she has a really funny, dry sense of humor. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not so much the class clown, but she definitely has kind of a, like you said, the the dry wit. Yeah, yeah, dry wit. But at the same time, I could also see her being like the prom queen. Mm. You know, I could easily see her also being that because she she's always very interested in the way she she does like dual lives. Whenever I see Selena Cowell, you'll see her in a ball gown living it up at the iceberg lounge and ignoring oswald cobblepot right or 
she's just off stealing the Hope Diamond somewhere, right? Like she is like the she's that she's that villain. I think that no one really sees as a villain. Yeah, I would agree with that. She's she's definitely that question mark. That's why I was like, if we count her, when we count her, we don't count her in Dark Knight Rises. I'm just gonna say that. Well, okay. There's a difference between we don't count her at certain times versus you pretending a movie doesn't exist. Hey, we haven't actually mentioned this as much this season as some others. We at haven't. some point, I know, I know. We haven't because Bane deserves better. Catwoman deserves better. Talia Al Ghul deserves better. Like, what's to talk about? They did the worst version of all those characters in one movie. <laughs> All right, Keaton. We'll, I say we'll... the worst version, but Bane and Batman and Robin was really bad. <laughs> God. Because he had like this weird I am Groot thing going where he could only say Bane. Like it was, it was, it was weird. <laughs> so speaking of Bane, I think that he is one of the potential ones for this category, um, depending on how you define it. So what about biggest baddie? Biggest baddie. Yeah, I think um, if we're talking Bat villains, I think Bane is near the top. Uh, I think Hush mm, is near the top. One. Tommy Elliot, yeah, I think he's way up there. Well, um, you've got to have one of those that can like manipulate things behind the scenes. Uh, Ra's al Ghul. Mm. I think he's definitely way up there just because... That's a really good point, yeah. He never goes away. Like, he... Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, I am dead. See you next oh, week. Same bat time, same bat <laughs> channel. And my daughter also has the hots for you. So see you soon, Batman. <laughs> Raise my steal your sperm. Keep raising my grandkid. Thanks, bats. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think he's he's also biggest baddie, but at the same time, I do think there's a reason they call the Joker the crown prince of crime. Mm. Because it's one thing to be a villain that regular people and heroes fear. It's another thing to be a villain that every other villain is terrified of. That, that's a good point. Right? Like, point. anytime the Joker shows up, they are, it's just like, oh, God, oh, no. Like, I think that uh, I had heard that before Heath Ledger's unfortunate passing, there was going to be a part in Dark Knight Rises when Bane releases all of the supervillains and mm. there's one jail cell and he's like, nope, keep that one close. <laughs> I remember hearing something about that and I'm like, you know what? That works. Because if you let him out, somehow that nuke yeah. goes missing. Yep. Somehow oh, it yeah. ends up filled with Joker gas and even worse. Like, <laughs> like solve a game, play a game of tic-tac-toe with me or else I'm going to set it off. Like, you never know what he's going to do. He's such a wild card that yeah. every single villain is like, oh, gosh, I don't want to deal with this guy. Right. Like, yeah, even yeah. when. Yeah. And, and so I think. Biggest baddie, I would say give it I would give it to him just because. Because you, he's just so unhinged and unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. And he still has that calculating mindset behind things in most representations. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll give you that one because I do think you need that conniving behind the scenes manipulation. But like like death of a family, I always bring that one up just because it's the, I, I think it's just such a good example of um, just how maniacal he could be despite all the chaos that's layered on top. And what's interesting is when you think about most of Batman's villains, they all have the potential to be successful. There's always just mm -hmm. a little bit of something holding them back. It's like when we did, um, when we covered Riddler mm -hmm. this season, his one bad day story, when he just went straight cold and was like, yeah. you know what? No more riddles. No more riddles, no more games. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
he was he was terrified. He was absolutely yeah. terrified when he went when when he went from he went riddle me this Batman to just straight up flatline like equilibrium. Like he, it yeah. was scary. That was really that was scary. That was also really scary because he's like I can do whatever I want and you can't stop me unless. <laughs> and then it rolls credits <laughs> before we see it. Okay. How about, uh, now I know some of them are trying to do this on purpose, so we won't count them, but most likely to accidentally change the world for the better. Hmm. That's a fun. Gosh. I don't want to say poison ivy because of global warming. Yeah, but isn't, isn't, is she going for that though? I feel like she kind of is. Well, yes, I don't she's going for like for her. plant superiority. It's weird. I guess you're right. Like technically it could be co- just like a side effect. Yeah. Um. Gosh. So most likely to make the world a better place by accident. Yeah. Yep. Oh gosh. That's a good one. That's a good one. I tell you. Um, you know, I think that if we hmm, I, there's so many villains that I think mean well but yeah. end up going too far. Like, basically, almost yeah. all of the Spider-Man villains start out that way. Like, a whole lot of Spider-Man villains start out that way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we look at Alfred Molina in Spider-Man 2. He was just going for clean energy, right? Like, that would have been... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice, right? It, without the, ar- the arms that got in your head and made you all erratic that's a tough one that's a tough one who do you have for that one i don't know i i i i don't know why i think it's because he's kind of a goofball character i feel like the mad hatter could accidentally stumble into improving the world without meaning to yeah um I don't know, just, like, he's trying to control people to, like, steal, or, I don't know, and he just kind of fumbles into uh, making making things better. I don't know, there's something just about his character that I, I could see him accidentally kind of going and doing the opposite of what he planned to do. Yeah, I was thinking about some of the Flash's villains, because a lot of Flash's ah. villains, it's like, oh, uh, they're not too bad, outside of Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash is never included in <laughs> his little thing of rogue villains because, like the the, um, I guess what I'm getting stuck on is accidentally making yeah. the world. Well, if we if we remove the accidentally and we just say the world a better place, are you thinking Poison Ivy? I, you know, I am, but at the same time. If Mr. Freeze was given unlimited funding to complete his research, the uh-huh. amount of healthcare breakthroughs that I think he would come up with while doing that. Interesting. Yeah. Would be I mean, extremely I, I, significant. I think a lot of people would be on the wrong end of that science. Yes, absolutely. And at the same time, I think you might be technically correct. Absolutely. And we can't forget, Isaac did technically prevent nuclear war. <laughs> it was in the worst way possible. But... He did it. <laughs> he did prevent nuclear war. He did. How about um, most likely to have a full set of fake teeth? A full set of fake teeth? Yep, oh, so they lost all their teeth due to their criminal activities. Uh, you are now entering Gotham? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, I was like, does anyone have any real oh teeth? Oh my gosh, I think, the only, I think the only <laughs> villains that might lose more teeth than the Gotham villains might be like the Powerpuff Girl villains. <laughs> 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 just because Powerpuff Girls are always three, three versus one. It's always just, you're getting jumped. <laughs> 
every time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't even think Joker has any real teeth. Um, at this point, because every time you see him, he has he's spitting out like the fake teeth that like <laughs> jump around and stuff. I don't even think he has any teeth left. But, uh, yeah, Dennis must must make a killing in Gotham. They yes, they most definitely do. They most definitely I, do. Can you? But I, I mean, can you imagine doing a root canal though on like Two Face? Right. Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, you would say they make a killing, but like, do they have to go to Blackgate and Arkham to do mm. to do their work? Because that's that's probably the safest way to do it. Other than yeah, I, <laughs> safest. But at the same time, are you putting are you putting Croc's teeth back in his mouth? Uh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, that was another one I had. Who do you think Killer Croc would consider the tastiest? The tastiest. Yeah. This is, of course, the rendition of him that eats people. I'm thinking Oswald. Thinking Penguin. I mean, he's already named after a bird. Nice and plump. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Mr. Freeze would be a little too cold. Yeah. Bane would be very lean. He'd be the the filet mignon, I think, of... uh, you can't trust those chemicals running through his That system. is true. Definitely not organic. <laughs> <laughs> now, poison ivy, that's organic. Absolutely. That is, yeah, that might be healthy. Yeah. Hmm. Again, though, there's some chemicals in there. I don't know if you could trust them, <laughs> even though they're natural. Hmm. <laughs> this reminds me of that horrible horrible part in Batman and Robin when uh, she she Poison Ivy kisses Robin oh, right, yeah. and she's like time to die and, and he peels off rubber lips <laughs> that he put on <laughs> even, oh, even yeah. as a kid watching that scene <laughs> I'm like I can't believe I put this in my VCR Right, like I, <laughs> like I did this. I did this to myself. Like I, well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. It's great. But yeah, I think yeah, I think he would definitely eat Oswald because Oswald would also be the easiest to catch. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's pretty lean and in, in Gotham, but in most renditions of him, maybe Man Bat though. Maybe uh-huh. he would. Maybe he would eat man bat, a fellow animal. Mm. Or would he prefer to eat a straight up human? I don't know. He might. He might empathize with a fellow creature. Maybe creature, human humanoid creature. I don't yeah. even know how to describe it. Yes, yeah, a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's all the ones I have. Do you have any others we should think through? Yes. Yes. So I I think like I said, uh who is the most the most likable? The most likable villain? Because who did we say cuz we said most like most popular like oh yeah, Lex, but like Yeah, but that's different. That's different. It's different. Yeah. Like who's who's like who's a likable villain? Like man, that guy's okay. So I think Harley Quinn could maybe win this one too. Okay. Um I definitely lean toward her a bit for that. Hmm. Else that I might put in there. I don't know. I yeah, I think I just think there's something about her. She's disarming for a lot of people. Yeah. So she gets along with a lot of different characters. Yeah. I've always liked uh Captain Boomerang. He's always been a fun uh, he's always been a fun one to That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's got that easygoing, yeah, jovial thing. Going yeah, he's Australian on. too. Like they're they're always laid back and cool. That's true. The accent wins you friends. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so we we had the superlatives, but like I know we talked about did we did we talk about who would be the worst to work for because we talked about who you would want mm. to work for the most. Yeah. Who would you not want to work for? Because my first thought 
was Joker. Sure. Yeah. My first thought was Joker. But then I started thinking about how, like, Ozymandias has zero issue making you expendable Mm. for his overall plan. And I feel like Joker is somebody you could halfway survive if you just kept your head down. Yeah. So if we're talking purely fear-based, I think Joker wins out for me. But if we're talking about, like, like, if we're talking about someone that I might want to work for, I think that Two-Face would be really irritating to work with. Yes. I was thinking, I was thinking about Harvey Dent. I was. <laughs> right? Just because. How, yeah. I mean, first off, who are you getting? Who are you talking to? And then second of all, any decision you all are trying to make has to be made by a coin. So you're constantly having to stop and wait for the fates to be cited by the flip of a coin. That'd be just, that would get old fast. That would get, that would get old fast, especially because like, there's no guaranteed itinerary. Yeah. I like having a plan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would love working for Catwoman, although I would be... I would be pretty worried that I wouldn't be able to keep up with her. I don't think I'd be good enough for her, but uh, maybe like Poison Ivy. I think I think I could work with, for Poison Ivy pretty good, but you, yeah, Two Face. Like I I need more of a plan than that. I'd like to think I could work with Poison Ivy, but at the same time, I feel like I would still be constantly walking on eggshells, like. I I put something in I put something wrong in recycling. <laughs> um, See, I would be down for that. I hate when the water gets kept on. I hate when we're like even if we're like recycling when we didn't even need something in the first place. I like the whole minimalist idea. So I'm I'm for it. Let's do this thing, boys. Yeah, but like how far does it go? Like, does she get upset if I eat a salad? Mm. You what know? are you supposed to eat? Right. Like, that's the thing. Because, I mean, she's just photosynthesizing it up. Like, she's fine. But Is that true? I believe so. I mean, I think she's green because of the chlorophyll in her skin. Yeah. yeah. I never really thought about that before. Yeah. Hmm. Which sometimes she's not all green, though. Like, it, it depends. Mm, that's true. Sometimes she's just yeah. wearing, like, skimpy green clothing. <laughs> Yeah. It goes yeah. back and forth. Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to like, think who else would annoy me to work for. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them would annoy me to work for, actually. Yeah. I know Joker would definitely be one of those that's annoying to work for because he yeah, just yeah. doesn't really. He doesn't really care at all about anything except what's the most chaotic route. Yeah. Yeah, that would get old pretty fast. And and he would be one of those bosses that's just kind of blind to the the morale of the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um oof. I wouldn't want I think I would want to I probably wouldn't mind work uh I probably wouldn't mind working for Lex. I probably wouldn't mm. mind working for Lex just as long as it wasn't like anywhere near him. Like any anywhere near him. Because the thing is, Superman is constantly saving everyone in Metropolis. It's not like he he doesn't like pick and choose. He's like, I'll if they're in need. I'll save them. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm probably safer in Metropolis overall. And Mm -hmm. Lex does so much good for the world. He just gets infatuated with Superman. Like, if he could have, if he could just keep that tunnel vision locked in, this man was president. He was not only president, he was a good president. Yeah. He just could not handle superman all right you might be winning me over with that one and you know to be to be fair i i think i'd be down for working for the al ghouls for similar reasons you know like 
level head about a lot of things, really think through their plans, like train up their people, very competent. Granted, yeah, yeah they're trying to save the world by taking down civilizations, like, ah. Yeah, yeah, they, the, the thing I don't like about Ra's al Ghul is like, they are, they're, they're a lot like Hydra. They're a lot like Hydra. Mm. Like they, they have this plan of we'll kill a million, but it's so a billion will be fine. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yikes. And even then though, like I say that, but I'm only going off Hydra's plan in specifically Captain America, the winter soldier, which I'm only going off that because the other Hydra, they're just like, Nazis and like screw those guys yeah. like no yeah. they're no but yeah. Ra's al Ghul is actually like oh wow Gotham's too corrupt it can't be saved <laughs> let's blow up this hospital <laughs> like what no that's not <laughs> that's not yeah. the yeah. answer they specifically didn't do anything like that's an elementary school bro like they haven't done anything wrong yeah there is that issue Ooh, I thought of someone else I would really hate to work for I would get so irritated working for the Riddler. Oh, God. I mean, it depends which rendition. But the yeah. the one, someone who just, like, can't be serious when they need to be serious, that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a struggle point for me. Mr. Nigma, what would you like for lunch? Yes. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Here's, here's the box of menus. I'm going home. oh my god it would get so old like how many times would you be trying to work and like you get the email notification it just says the title riddle me this i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) i have expense reports to do (laughs) and you know what the riddler would do he would lock everyone's computer until you were able to guess his real oh yeah here's the daily password if you want to go to work you're gonna have to solve this (laughs) riddle I would, oh my God, I would quit. I would quit so fast. I'm like, I hate you. I hate this place. I hate this place. Yeah. (laughs) That would be, oh God, that would be extremely, extremely frustrating. But I think every villain, no matter what villain you work for, if they're anywhere near Gotham, you're going to have to constantly listen to them vent about how much they Mm. hate Batman. All day. Except Joker. Because Joker just finds Batman fun and different. And he's just infatuated with him. But like, you're working in the office and you just hear Bane over there just mumbling and angry. And then he tosses the desk and you have to duck because it just slams against the wall. Like, (laughs) it's a very, it's it's a hazardous work environment regardless. But you know what's worse? In my mind, I would probably be a Gotham henchman before I ever worked at Ace Chemicals. I don't know yeah. what the hell they make <laughs> at Ace Chemicals, but every time I see it, it's like an like OSHA's worst nightmare. It's like, oh, yeah. a, like. Here's giant vats of overflowing, boiling chemicals. (laughs) And if you want to get to them, you have to walk on these rusty stairs. Like, everything at Ace Chemicals is just... I would definitely take my chances being a Gotham henchman than being guaranteed carcinogen exposure at Ace Chemicals. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, they they don't have very good safety features. People fall into those vats all the time. Right. And who knows what you're getting from the fumes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I'd rather be a henchman. There are a lot of ways to be I'll take a, it. Yeah. A much safer ways to be a henchman. Yeah. I would I would say like, yeah, and I would want to like if I had to be there I would probably want some kind of job that, like, mechanic. You know what? Mm. Villains need their cars fixed. Yep. Batman needs his car fixed. 
Commissioner Gordon needs his car fixed when he drives to the bat signal. You know, that's that. I assume that's all. That's the only place I ever see. Um, Do you think they turn a blind eye? Like, okay, I know this mechanic sees everybody. Like, are mechanics neutral? Like, yeah, bro. This is just an old change. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't care who you are. I was under the car. I didn't see who was in it. I keep my headphones on. I didn't hear anyone screaming in that trunk. Nope. Nope. This is just the Jiffy Loop. That's all it is. And I just want to go home. <laughs> yep. I I definitely agree with you. Just being being someone who does a job for the villains rather than working more directly for them would so be who do beneficial. you who do you think is scarier? Mm. The run of the mill, clearly you know. They are a villain or the millionaire that to the naked eye not only looks like they're on the straight and narrow, but like they're they're seemingly a good person, right? Because one of the ones that I thought about that we haven't talked about yet is Homelander. Uh. The idea of like, because Homeland is basically if you took the idea of like, wow, Superman, he's the best. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's awesome. I love that guy. And suddenly you find out he's the most evil yep. person on the planet. Right? Like, yeah. I feel like that's more scary, which another one, I definitely would not want to work for Vought. Mm, would no, not no, want to no, work no. for Vought at I wouldn't want to work for anybody in my boys. Oh or no. in the boys, in the boys. Excuse me. In the boys. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. No thank I mean, there are some people who like are are decent, but they they're never the people in charge. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. If if you live in the world of the boys, just Live the best life you can for that short little opportunity you do before you die some yeah. miserable death. No major city. I'm I'm definitely in the suburbs. True. I'm definitely yeah. in actually any of these scenarios. I live in the suburbs. I might work in the city. But I want to live. I want to be able to sleep somewhere where I'm not worried. Mm. Right. Like, oh, Brainiac's attacking the city. I'm like, oh, good. I take the subway. 45 minutes every day to get there. So I'm fine. And it has to be the (laughs) suburbs because, you know, like take Smallville. A lot of shit goes down in the countryside too. We have to remember how far-fetched Smallville is. (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) I've, (laughs) I'm currently working on a list of places that kryptonite just happens to be in Smallville. And it's, it's funny. It's in the perfume. (laughs) It's in the food. It's, it's it's like it's just like oh my god I was gonna play football but it's kryptonite like what like <laughs> doesn't, even, doesn't even make but yeah like yeah it oh yeah all kinds of stuff goes down in in Smallville so yeah you're absolutely right the sub the the small the small towns aren't safe either I mean even in Man of either. in Man of Steel Smallville got wrecked yep yeah I mean Smallville Smallville gets wrecked in a lot of different storylines yeah yeah so yeah maybe not maybe not maybe not smallville um but uh yeah i think i i feel like the the scariest villains are the ones that are seemingly good on the Mm. outside right like if i'm hanging out and i see the joker i know to run the other way Mm, yeah well, and and you know, you're talking about the scarier one. I it's I mean, there's a more visceral reaction to the Joker, but I I definitely agree with you that that's a pro- that's a protective factor, right? right? You know, you see the Joker and ah and you run away. It's kind of like, you know, a bear jumps out in the middle of a hike. Um, but you if you have someone who is not as obviously a villain, you don't know to get out of their way. Right. Because a lot which of Which is yeah. also 
you know, it's also an interesting point for their henchmen too, is yeah. the Joker, you know, to, to be on guard the whole time. Yeah, but... you do. And also there's certain villains that, um, they're not the ones that get their hands dirty. They make the plans. True. They hire the guys. Then they're, oh, I don't know what to tell you. I was at this gala while all that was going on. Yeah, wasn't me, sure. you know? Hush, Hush was a bit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Oswald. Oswald is, too. Yeah. A lot of times. Oswald That's is, true. too. It's like, oh, yeah, he was behind yeah. that, but you never knew. But once again, okay, Oswald was behind it. You get in trouble for it, but you probably have a 401k. You've got some health care. Go- you know, like, you're going to end up with a broken jaw at some point either way. Yeah. So you might as well go with the guy who's unloading it on you, but he probably pays you better. Right. Like, Lex pays well. Like, oh, yeah. people at LexCorp don't look disappointed. Yeah. Except the ones that are doing his evil underground experiments that end up becoming villains mm-hmm. of their own because of some of the stuff that he did. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't, we haven't really touched on Marvel much, but I feel like, you know, somebody like Magneto, he's fine until you really, you, you piss him off. Right. Leave mutants alone and you're probably cool. He's probably cool with you. He probably doesn't like you. But he's probably cool with you. Like. You stay over there. Don't say anything bad about mutants. Don't breathe on mutants the wrong way. And we're cool. For now. I don't know, though. Yeah, I think it could be a poison ivy situation where you don't know what's going to going to rile him up. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, what the scariest thing to me about Poison Ivy is her, her reach, her mm-hmm. reach, right? Like, houseplants, you got to be worried about your own houseplants when it comes to Poison Ivy. Like, don't do her, <laughs> don't do her wrong. Don't do her wrong. Cause at any moment, it could go from, succulent to little shop of horrors just like that right like and so (laughs) like you got to be worried about her plus i have allergies and so Mm. i definitely am she's at the bottom of my list like just because Mm. zyrtec claritin flonase all the above all the above and so (laughs) that's fair gotta think about that unless she could cure it maybe all right, what about you? So, did you say that you would probably work for Oswald if you had your choice? No, I think I'd work for Poison Ivy. Ivy? Yeah, I'd work for Poison Ivy. Because, uh, I mean, I, I think she treats her people well as long as they treat her plants well. And I'm, I'm... I think there are a lot more plants I'd like to stay alive than people in, yeah. <laughs> in that world. Uh, yeah, I, I think I could I, I could get down with what, what she's doing and kind of move, you know, all those like creature plants. That'd be pretty cool. That could be potentially fun. Again, it's one of those things where I think you would be happiest working there because... At the end of the day, if she gets what you what she wants, you're gonna stop global warming. There you go. Right? And still, you're probably, you know, with all the different plants, you're looking at probably and hopefully some different medications that could do some amazing things. Mm. Right? Yep. So you never you never really know. But one thing I can say is uh I love a good I love a good villain and I feel like what makes Batman so special I mean we've talked about villains from all the different universes and all different characters villains but what makes Batman I think so special is because he has such a very unique and charismatic rogues gallery mm. like he he really yeah. does like he just has all of them and there's some that I'm excited 
to talk about that we didn't even get to, you know, uh, Professor Pig, uh, Firefly, oh, Killer Ma. He might be the most terrifying. He is. Too. I hate Professor Pig. He creeps me out. He is scary. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a rough. One. He's a rough. One. Yeah. Um, yeah. He 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 lines up there with Joker for me, I think, in the ones I would least like to to work with. Aside yeah. from, you know, Two-Face being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's so many that we haven't even talked about that are so interesting because uh and another thing too is all of these villains have such different motives right oswald wants money oswald wants money and power but outside of him you know firefly just wants to burn everything to the ground poison ivy just wants to cover the world with plants catwoman I don't know what she wants besides Batman and diamonds, right? Like, but besides that, a lot of the times she's helping poor people. A lot of the times, like she, she still protects her own. Like she still has people that she yeah. looks out for a lot. Mr. Freeze, he just wants his wife back by any means necessary. Um, Bane, he wants to prove a point. He's just out to prove a point. Like, Look at me. I beat Batman, right? Yeah. Harvey, heads or tails. You never know. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. like all of them are so different. And that's what makes them so interesting. That's what makes them so interesting. That's what makes uh, Batman so interesting because he has to interact with all of them so differently. Because in order to focus and take them down, he has to basically at least get on the same wavelength with them to figure out how to take them down. It's what makes him the world's greatest detective. It's what makes him the absolute best hero ever. The way that he can foil the plans of a thousand different plans. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for nerding out with us. I'm clinical psychologist, Dr. Amelia Brown. And I'm educator and comic aficionado Keaton Hopkins. Check out my TV and movie reviews on YouTube at TeamJVS. Check out our website at bat-therapy.com, our Bat Therapy YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. And don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bat therapy. See you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.